Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 5, Episode 14, The Variable. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Good morning. I don't know what the rotation is at all. Is that, <laughs> no. is that good? Is that I got it. I got the rotation. Got it? Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I guess that's your job. But we're here nearing the end of Season 5 of Lost. I, actually, neither of us have seen Lost past this point. I'm spoiled for it. <laughs> I've all about Lost, and I, I know how things are going to go. Mr. Sal, he's going through this journey into the darkness, I think, presumably. You, you, you don't know what happens, right? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I've just been pretending this whole time. Well, no, the, I, the only thing that I I knew there was a, we have to go back. We have to go back. I, yeah, I, I, that I, knew, I knew that, but I didn't know, I didn't know the context of it. No idea who said it or or what it meant. I know that some people think that they're just all dead from the beginning mm-hmm. and that the island is just like purgatory or something. But And you now know that this might all be in Hurley's head. Yeah, I did not know about that. That one is, that one was new. A new one. So, I mean, before we really get into too much, let's let's run into our ratings, Mr. Sal, as per tradition. Ratings. The concept is simple, Mr. Sal. You gave mm-hmm. this episode a rating one through ten. I gave this episode one through ten. Now we must guess. Now we could guess, but I know what you gave it as a rating. Oh, wow, I know. I know. The character was Daniel Faraday. <laughs> this is mostly centered around. Although we see quite a bit of Eloise Hawkins as well. You could, you know, you could. One could argue, but not really. It's it's mostly Daniel Faraday. You famously love Daniel Faraday, followed up by Eloise Hawking. I do remember it was a big shock to you to see that Eloise is Daniel's <laughs> mother. Okay, so you love you love to see that. Um. Yeah, see, I don't think you're too big on this episode. Oh, I don't think you just, just because it's centered around Daniel. Like highest, he gave it it's a nine. I think he gave it an eight. I, I don't think you're a big fan of it. Okay, and I think you are a big fan of it because it's Daniel freaking Faraday. He's like, he's your boy. You love him, mm-hmm. uh, but he does die in this episode, so maybe maybe it's too sad for you. But oh, but but no, I think you, you just eat up every bit of this episode you love it so much you gave it a 10 you gave it a 10 i think you gave it a nine like, can i swap my rating <laughs> i did i don't know i guess no no you gave it an eight i'm, I'm keeping it to an eight okay i gave it a low nine and could easily be a low to nine. An eight. Oh well i'll happily try to persuade you to an eight this is my least favorite episode of the season <laughs> yeah, seven or an eight? No, it's an eight. It's, eight. it's for a generous eight right now. We'll see. I, 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 I first think it did eight, but I, I I upped it to a nine. But you can you can you can pull me down to an eight. <laughs> you can pull me down. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, oh God! Center an episode around Dan Faraday first of all, and I'm like, oh please! I think that going into it, I was like ready to dislike this episode, and it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything to make me like it more. Well, the uh, ending. It, the, well, the fact that Dan's dead, I guess. Yeah, so I don't have to deal with him anymore. That's pretty good. Uh, and then, the, if there's any character that I dislike more than Dan, it's Eloise. And now we can get an episode that's basically just Dan and Eloise. A very big chunk of it. Yeah, I know, certainly. Oh, God. Oh, so, God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I might give it an eight. I mean... I think, I, you, I think you've sullied Dan for me. Is that right? I think you sullied him from me because now I look at him. I'm like, man, Mr. Style hates this guy. <laughs> but do you think that? Do you think Jeremy Davis is a good ap- actor? This actor who plays Dan. <laughs> do you think his performances hold up to the other actors on this show? Because <laughs> I don't think it's even close. <laughs> but what I think is that he acts in a certain way, kind of similar to Elvis, like Hawkins. Yeah. They both kind of like enunciate certain things, kind of. Like the way they talk, they talk in like a mystic way. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I didn't notice it before, but now that you keep pointing it out, I don't know if like it's not really there, and I'm making it up in my head, thanks to you, or what. But I... <laughs> oh, it's it's there, man. Let me tell you, it's like Eloise is just unbearable. Eloise Un- doesn't do it. Eloise doesn't do it a lot. 
She's like oh. a she's like a fairy godmother the way she does. Oh my god, this dramatic everything's a dramatic whisper. It's it's a, they even got the younger actor. The I, I give a lot of credit to the the actor who plays younger Eloise mm-hmm. because she picked up on it and she she goes with it. It's like she's doing it too. It's like all right. Well, I get, I give her some props for that. <laughs> Do you think they told her to talk like that, or do you think she just did it of her own volition? Oh, I think she, it's so easy to pick up. Like you watch one episode. No, no, not 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 like the uh, the young actor. I mean, like the actual Eloise actor who plays Eloise. Oh, her well, depiction I mean, of the character. I'll tell you what. The, no director told her not to do it. Otherwise, she yeah, wouldn't be doing she it. She wouldn't be doing it. So <laughs> they must be digging it. <laughs> oh boy, let me tell you, this is and okay, so. Beyond the the acting performances, which I think are among the worst that there's been in a Lost episode, mm-hmm. uh, my God, the timey wimeyness is just out of control. I mean, it's out of control. We, we, Dan spends most of the season explaining the rules to us, and then in this episode, it's like, no, 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 wait a minute, no, we can break the rules. Break the rules don't apply to us. Where are the variables? Uh, of course, then he gets proven wrong. So, and that I did kind of like that part. That, but I kind of like that part that he was proven originally correct that they can't change things, right? Yeah, and then he thinks maybe they can, right? And then but, he kind of oh, sorry, but the, his his death is just proof that they can't. Like, so I, I like that they're sticking with that rule, and then they're questioning it. I yeah, I I like the fact that it's not um. Well, I mean, it's fine if they said it in stone, but I think it's interesting what they did but, with that. I guess, but this just felt like a, a gimmick to give Dan an episode. Like, oh, what if we have him second guess himself? I, well, but, and then the, kill him. But for the large <laughs> portion of the episode, it's not him second guessing himself. It would seem like when he talks to Dr. Chang, he didn't seem to be second guessing himself because after Dr. Chang leaves, he's not like upset or anything. It, it appears to be part of his plan, whatever, whatever. His right, plan but, is. but. He he thinks he can change things. He by... does right before you. No, no, you're right, but I wouldn't say that's the whole like point. I, I wouldn't say that's his whole story of the episode. Oh, I think it is. I think right from the very beginning when he's talking to Doctor Chang and tells him that he's from the future, I think that's just something he's always done. That's just that. Yeah, I I agree with you, but I don't think um. You don't think he thinks he's changing things? No, I don't. Because he he doesn't. Because after Doctor Chang leaves. He says he's going to do what he's like supposed to do or something. Like he he, he comments on it on once. Right. Uh, yeah, so I guess. I, right. I, so I, I I think that part's like not hitting on that at all. But later on, he does talk. Like once he's in the the woods with Jack and Kate, he kind of talks about it. Okay. Know. All right. So a couple other gripes that I have beyond the acting, which is a perpetual gripe, but. Sorry, did you? Oh, yeah. One other thought is why. What I think causes him, whether it's a bit of hope or something that really makes him want to do it, is is when he sees Charlotte, mm-hmm. young Charlotte, is what I think really gets him to try and see if he can change the past. Oh, good Charlotte. Let's ride a ride a moment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Another character I don't really care about. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, so. so uh, all right, but something else that bothered me is I, how. How do you, as a parent... Congratulations. Like, well, I wasn't talking about me, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> so how do you, as a parent, send your kid back so that you can kill him? Because that's destiny, Mr. Sal. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Now, now... It's ridiculous. Bah, bah. I, 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 I'm back and forth on it. What I did like, though, is... When it's when it's young Eloise talking to young like kid Daniel Faraday, and she comes yeah. in a little teary eyed mm-hmm. to break. The, and I, I, like when you realize she's teary eyed because she knows that she's trying, she's going to try to send him down the path where eventually he's, she's going to kill him. Right, and, and yes, yes, like okay, but but that's <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Like that part, fine, but but later on, like. Will will it make you proud of me, mommy? If I do it, yes, it will, Daniel. No. Yes, it will. Like, no. it, like that. It, it's ridiculous that she would do that. She would send him here, knowing that she is going to kill him. Well, she can't fight time, Mister Sal. 
it finds a way. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, finds but a you way. don't have to help it. Uh, but I do, Mr. Sal. No, but I do. No, that that part I, I did not like. That I guess it was. It is nice that they set that up way back in Desmond's first flashback episode, right? When she mm-hmm. said, "You know, you can you can try to stop it if you want, but it, it finds a way." Right. So that's basically why I think why she pushes him is she just thinks it's pointless to try and stop it. And it but it does seem to hurt her. I know. It's just not like she's doing a it's you I, know, like she slaps Widmore over it. Oh <laughs> the sacrifice okay. she made. So, so this is another thing, is like was I supposed to be surprised that Wid- Widmore was Dan's father? Like, like yeah. at no point was I surprised by this. It's like, of course, like, <laughs> it's, it, I, I, I think that they you know, they tried to play up the shock value there, and it just wasn't shocking. It's a good we've we've seen these two together in the past. They've been referenced together in the past. Have you checked with with Ellie and Charles and Charles? Like, they we know that they both are off the island, <laughs> so I, it just makes like it. I don't think there was any. There's certainly never any doubt in my mind that Eloise was Dan's mother, and there's really never a doubt that Charles was his father. It's I don't know that, especially he's funding his research and everything. Uh, yeah, so I was not shocked by that. I don't, and I think that was played up for shock value. And why does why does Dan call Desmond his constant? It's um, not the. Uh... Well, I, well, I mean, I know that that's the that's one of the few people that he knew on and off the island, I guess. Uh-huh. But there's like virtually no relationship there. No, there really isn't. So I, I don't. Oh man, I thought about that too. About it never really came into play that Desmond's his constant. No, it didn't. It never came into play. And they, and they're and they're referencing it here because they're they're focused on this journal. And they're calling, they're titling this episode "The Variable," which would be the the dichot, dichotomy, the the constant. Yeah, the, yeah to the constant. But I don't know if dichotomy is the right word there, but you get oh, but yeah. the, the the partner to the constant, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This I uh, what I love about this episode is that Dan's gone. <laughs> so, I like so, so you, uh, the whole Dan story in this episode is pretty flat. There are bits and pieces I like. I I like the fact that he kind of tries to change his mind almost, and then it's still proven wrong. I I I kind of like the fact that um his mom kills him, and that's kind of like a circular thing. Like this whole time she knows that she's gonna kill him, right? I think that's a cool element. I don't think it's executed the best, but I think it's a cool, you know, element. And I and I like the you know the other stuff that goes on, like with Sawyer and Jack and Julia and. That stuff I do enjoy that. So, so actually, that stuff was fine. That that stuff was yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think it was anything really special. No, but but it was fine. Yeah. Uh, it was. Just, I mean, that it's not going to buoy this episode for me. You know, I, mm-hmm. and I like. I I agree with you. I like that. You know, it it was her that killed him. That was pretty cool. I just, I feel like it would have been cooler if she was trying to prevent it and it happened anyway. You're right. That would have been cooler. <laughs> so, that would have been, that, you're right. That would have been cooler. Yeah. That that probably would have been cooler. Uh, oh, you're right. That's such a, yeah, that would be way better. Like trying to stop him from going. Yes. It does make his death really depressing though, that he, oh, yeah. he did not though. <laughs> like it doesn't make it a <laughs> right. lot sadder. It does make it a lot sadder. Which, right. You knew the whole time. For. So, so he dies thinking that his mother <laughs> sent him to the slaughter like it's i don't know i <laughs> i mean that's a pretty sad death which is kind of cool actually it's pretty really like morbid sad death but i think the story as a whole would have been better i think yeah if she was trying to stop him yeah and he ends up yeah well anyway but as for the timey-wimey stuff so far we have yet to break any like you know they're set rules of time travel no i guess yeah yeah that it, I don't like that he introduces this con- this idea of we're variables and therefore can change stuff because then it starts getting me second guessing everything. Yeah, yeah. Not, I get worried. I get worried. Yeah, so I don't like that. But at least he was proven wrong in that. So yeah, for yeah. now, possibly we'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. 
Well, at least he won't be around to explain it in his dramatic whispers. And no, hopefully Eloise, hopefully we won't have much more Eloise either, but I'm not as optimistic about that. All right. Well, do you want to chat about our favorite scenes? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I don't know what your favorite. I really don't know what your favorite scene is. Jeez, uh, <laughs> this is a hard one. I think your favorite scene is when Dan gets shot at the end. <laughs> Because he's gone. Uh, I think your favorite scene is is Dan and Chang at the Orchid really early on. When Dan tells him he's from the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that, that's it. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, yes. <laughs> it was between that and Jack and Sawyer's tug of war for Kate. That whole like scene. But... Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't know. What else am I going to say? What did you say? Uh, I actually liked when Charles visited Dan. Oh, so you did like that? Too. Okay. Yeah, I liked. I liked that. That's one of the one of the saving graces of this episode. We didn't even mention the fact of Dan's health condition. No, we didn't. Not and yet. We, but... Not yet. Well, so oh, what was the original episode? It was the was... season four premiere. It was uh, the... meet the team now. It was. It wasn't science called Meet the Team. It was the Science Team episode. I don't remember what it was called though. Uh, it was something about the the flight eight fifteen crashing. It was confirmed dead. Confirmed dead. Yeah, episode two. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, no, it wasn't the premiere. Right, it was episode yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, episode two. We see him like the crying in front of the TV thing. Yeah, here, right. With an yeah, so, yeah. that that whole so that was his flashback scene from Confirmed Dead, and we see it again here. So I think, and that's another reason why I liked this scene the best was because it kind of informed that a little bit. You know, this is his caretaker because he has this condition; he can't remember things. Uh, he's crying because he is somehow connected to this. He just doesn't remember how. Yeah. So, and I, I, I think I guess he explains that he lost his memory because he tested his experiment on himself and not Teresa. Right. But Teresa had the, but so he tested his, his experiment on himself and lost his memory. And so then he went ahead and did it to Teresa. Who knows what happened to Teresa? I, wow. I mean, he's saying one thing, is he forgetting? Uh, or, well, I guess my question is I tested it on myself. Is, is it that test that wiped his memory? Or did something else wipe his memory? I think he seems to credit that test with his to, memory. Right. So then why would he let Teresa do it? <laughs> why was he even still working at that point if he lost his memory? Who knows? I don't know. Just another hole that I can't wrap my head around. But I did like Charles coming in. Especially, you know, at this point, I, I was fully suspicious that Charles was his father. And so to have him come in, and I had him back in my mind, you know, this is father talking to son. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, I guess it's father leading him to the slaughter too. It's like, it is his father also leading him to the slaughter because he probably also knows what happened. But I'm not sure that he has the same perspective that Eloise does, where Eloise thinks, you know, it's destiny, it's inevitable. I, I feel like maybe Charles thinks that he can change stuff and get him back to the island but dan can get him back to the island or right well I, yeah. i'm assuming that's why he sent dan right that's why he sent all of them right to to get him back to the island yeah 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 no that's true so maybe he's basically willing to sacrifice dan to get him to get himself to the island yeah i mean i don't, I don't know if it's a sacrifice necessarily if, it, if no, that's no. what's in his head yeah but, it's, um, it's gonna happen but, but I'm I'm thinking that he thinks that Dan can get him back to the island because Dan without back to the island, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess you know. It was technically, I don't know. Do we even know that he knows Dan died? Yeah, I guess we, we don't. At the end, we kind of see that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. With the way um, with the way she talks to Winmore, yes, yeah. it's, it's assumed that he knows. Yeah, I think what I also really loved about this was. That Charles confirms that he's the one who bought the plane and dug up the oh, bodies. Oh yes, yes, so. that was super good. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. is, and that, like the big question of is it Ben? Is it Charles? Right, it's Charles. There you go. Yeah. So now you know Ben was telling the truth there. Yeah, because it wasn't it the captain who said who was pinning that on Ben. Yes, but Ben yeah. was pinning it on Woodmore. Right. So reason to trust Ben. They do keep going back and forth on 
trust men or don't trust men. Which, by the way, I don't know if you knew this or not. So I think it's astounding that Claire's episode count is about 20 more than Ben's. What? Claire's episode count. Claire's in about 20 more episodes of Lost than Ben. Or at least credit- credited. Oh, okay. At least credited. In well, really good. She's, is she still being credited? You know, I'm not sure. I should be watching for that. Because she definitely has the early lead on Ben thanks to season one. Well, yes. So, so yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but no, she's, fair. I mean, seriously, she's been in like, what, three episodes in the last two seasons? Who? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But, uh, I mean, in a lot of ways, I consider Ben like the main character of the series, which is really weird because he's, 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 he's about, his episode count is about 50 episodes less than the series count. <laughs> but anyway but so I, I enjoyed that i enjoyed learning that charles has it was the one who planted the the plane in, in the ocean uh, i enjoyed seeing him give dan the information that he gave him knowing that dan wouldn't remember it mm-hmm. um and still speaking in somewhat valid terms too uh, and actually seeing some emotion from him you know. Yeah, do you, you think he's talking to him in a fatherly way? The way yeah, he I do. To the end I do. Of like, yeah. I, don't know. So. I do. So, so anyway, that's my, why it's my favorite scene. How about you? Oh, why? Why did I pick the Dan yeah. kind of prove to Doctor Chang stuff? Yeah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> so, so that's about it. I mean, he's he's talking to Doctor Chang, just trying to convince him. It looks like he's almost started fully convincing him. Like he's he's, he's showing him these cool future equations. Right, mm-hmm. take his word for it. <laughs> yeah, look, then, look, these equations haven't even been invented yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> shows some future equations. That's so ridiculous. You can write anything down. And say, look, exactly. I, like, I don't know. I don't know if the equations alone are enough to. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. Like higher, higher level maths, maybe. But I, uh, anyway, he, show, he shows him some madman ramblings, and then, but he, we know, starts saying, "Oh, Miles is also your son," and I think, I think Doctor Chang. Is all like, I I don't know if he's close to believing it, but he does ask Miles for confirmation. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think that there he he could have been convinced. I think if Miles was trying to, they could have convinced him. Mm-hmm. Could have, but yeah. I, and, and then when when he left, it's like it was part of something in his plans. I I, I like the scene. I thought I thought it was a fun scene. It also tied in when we first saw him and whatnot. So I I, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy it for those reasons. Probably. That's right. It did tie like the very, the premiere episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the hard right. end stuff. So I I did enjoy that. So we kind of closed that. That's cool. Loop there. And yeah, but you're seeing it as well. It's good to see why it, that gives the reason why Dan came to the island as well. So yeah. Oh, you know, you know what else too about the scene? My favorite scene here. Uh, two things actually. That that magazine cover. They zoomed way in uh, on. Yes, yes. Th- there is a, a, a one of the articles that says the impossible gets real. And they talk about X-ray vision, invisibility, and time travel. So that uh, I guess I don't know if it means anything. Well, <laughs> this he, magazine cover. Here's is, what I'll say, Michelle. Do you do you recognize that comic? Is that the magazine that John Locke was proffered yes. by Richard? Richard oh, yes. interesting. Part of Elpert's test. Nice. Okay. Well, so yeah. so that, so that's another reason to love that scene. Um, also, I did like that. Ultimately, Charles sells dan on the idea of going but telling him that he'll be healed yeah which i i want to believe i i think there's a there's a non-zero chance i think that, that there is a chance that charles actually wants this for dan like that that charles thinks he can do this he can go he'll be healed and he can um and he can get me back to the island and he won't die like he can find a way to change it. Like, so, okay. so they haven't so that, heard of whether he thinks he can beat the past or whatever happens. No, I, this is me wanting to believe this. Yeah. So, okay. uh, also, I, I like that it explains uh, this one seemingly throwaway scene because <laughs> I think they only mentioned it once, like this card guessing game that he and Charlotte were playing way early in last season. Do you remember that? Where he's supposed to find. Oh where, yes, you're right. Because he's testing his memory. Yes, yes. he's testing his memory when he first came back to the island. Yes, and don't, yes, don't, yes. didn't they say it's an improvement? They did. They did. Yes. They did. I forgot all about that. I I, I, I remember thinking about it like, oh yeah, I gotta remember. 
<laughs> to talk about this type of stuff when we, when we get later on. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So when he first is the island, he's testing his memory a lot. Yes. And yeah, it's because yeah. he didn't have good memory before. So. Right. So so all of, the, all of these reasons are, are why this is my favorite scene. I think this, this is like by far my favorite scene. So. And it is a really good scene. I, I kind of wish I'd picked it yeah. out. <laughs> I didn't think about it that, that much. It's, it's good. All right. All right. I should also love, note love here before I forget, forget, because I saw it in the wiki. Mm -hmm. Fun fact here, I guess. This is the first time in the entire series Hurley and Dan ever see each other. <laughs> I don't even remember what scene they were in together. What scene were they in together? When uh, the powwow was at Sawyer's place. Oh, okay. They're like the six of them, and then Dan and Miles come. Okay. That's the one time clearly sees Dan so far, and presumably the last time. Yeah. All right. Presumably. So, uh, a little, you know, a little interesting there for you. So, okay. Anyway, uh, if you have anything else, Mr. Sal, but otherwise, we can start rolling right into... The recap. We're going into the recap now. Maybe, oh, welcome to the recap. Welcome to the recap. <laughs> we start off. So actually, this episode's a bit different because we got we got three different esque lines here. Right? We got what's going on in the island, nineteen seventy seven. Mm -hmm. We got two thousand seven hospital, and we got flashbacks. Right. So we got these three things going on here. Three different time periods, really. So, yeah. We start off off the island, 2007. Penny is at the hospital. Desmond's getting emergency care for his wounds, thanks to Ben. And Eloise comes and talks with Penny and feels that her son, Daniel Faraday, could be a fault. Not Benjamin Linus. Daniel Faraday could be Are a you fault. You're saying Desmond's it wrong, though. Daniel Faraday. <laughs> God. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> You can't, oh you can't hate it. I mean, I, I I love mocking it. So okay. Back on the island, 1977, we see Miles and Dan getting together. Dan has returned because he saw that 1977 photo of that returning squad. You know, Hurley, Jack, Kate. Mm -hmm. So Dan immediately goes to Jack, and he is he just cares about his questions. Like Jack has just woken up. Isn't even like he's just tired. He's like, "How'd you come back? How'd you come back, Jack? Jack, how'd you come back? Plane. Who told you to? Your mom. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're telling a your mom joke. <laughs> no, no. Who told you to come back? Your mom. <laughs> it's not like your mom. <laughs> right. But anyway, Dan, here's the funny part. So Jack is pretty, like, he doesn't really seem like he's in the mood to chat right now, right? But then Dan drops this bomb of, oh, that's not good. She was wrong. You know that? You you don't belong here. And then we get a flashback. But, you know, we see the flashback. Dan immediately runs back to the Jeep with him and Miles. And Jack's so curious about this. Like, wait, what do you mean? Like, explain more on this. Not gotta go, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> well, this is a, this is hysterical to me too. This is, I think, just an inconsistency. But they wake Jack up in the middle of the night to tell him this, right? I just thought it was early morning. Okay. Well, it's definitely morning when Miles leaves and yeah. with Dan. And, and in the meantime, Dan has told nothing to Jack. Got it. The sun rose while he went in there. Uh, anyway, yeah, a little time in continuity, but whatever. Well, also. Doesn't oh no, uh Chang went to the orchid the night before, didn't he? He got called to the orchid with Miles though. Did he? No, he got called to the dock with Miles at the night before. Oh, that's right. To for the Okay, so all right. What are you asking how we got to the orchid? <laughs> so, so let's talk about timeline then. So so a few things. My, he got called to the dock with Miles mm -hmm. to pick up Dan, right? Yeah, the sign the other side from Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he he picks up Dan. I assume immediately brings Dan to Jack's house, right? Now, Chang was interrupted tucking his baby in. So presumably 
that was the beginning of the evening or night, right? He's reading his baby a story, right? So you never, you ever do early morning story And now read? all of a sudden, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you never do crack a dawn four in the morning, read a, read a story to the little one? Not fully clothed, no. no. <laughs> uh, so, and now he, I assume he goes right to Jack's house. It looks like he goes right to Jack's house. And it looks maybe, like he goes maybe, maybe right he goes, to the orchid from there. Like, maybe so, he goes to bed in between arriving and going to Jack's house. I don't think Jack allows that. <laughs> so, also, I, why didn't he just go to right to Chang's house? He's right there. Why did he wait until Chang left for the ark and then follow him there? Anyway, just well, more. Well, more well, 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 the orchid one makes a bit of sense because there's an incident that happened at the orchid. Like they have to take someone out in a stretcher, mm -hmm. so he might know that that will happen. Mm -hmm. And he wants to use that. Use that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Fine. So that, right. that that makes a bit of sense. But no, you you are right. There's a <laughs> somewhere maybe, hour. We lost a, hours somewhere. It's a long drive. It's a long drive from the dock to the. I mean, Locke did it in a you know five minute walk way back in the mansion in Tallahassee. But and they moved. They moved the dock. Okay. Uh, also, I I don't know. They got lost. They got oh, lost. Oh, that's, that's the title of the oh. show. Oh my god, it makes so much sense. <laughs> now I know why they called it lost. Uh let's see. I, I think I'm gonna be disappointed if they revisit this Ann Arbor business. Like I just I don't I just don't want it. I don't want it. No. <laughs> I, I want it to be done. Anyway, but I feel like there's gonna be an episode somewhere down the line where they show us Dan leaving for Ann Arbor. We'll have to see. Flashback. Uh, young Dan is playing the piano. He seems quite good at it, especially for his age. But Eloise comes a bit teary-eyed, talks to her son about destiny, and that he has a special gift. He'll have to nurture it. For example, he can count that metronome very well while playing the piano. So he's going to have to use his mind for science and mathematics, not the piano. That's a bunch of hogwash. So keep to your path here. So I don't know if you've noticed the wording here. She's, she says something like, there's not enough time. And he says, yes. I can make time. I can make time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, relatively clever. I'll give him credit for that one. Yeah, it, it's good. It, it, yeah, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. He's got a Hogwarts time turner. <laughs> back in the present time. Well, not present. 1977. <laughs> back, back on the island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Miles and Dan run off before Jack can get better clarification on this whole Eloise being wrong. Mm -hmm. He then goes to tattle to Sawyer about Daniel being back and Sawyer reveals his fill issue he has going on. Wasn't there a title? Because he introduces them Phil, Jack, Jack, Phil. Wasn't there an episode title that was like that? It was Jack this person, this person, Jack? I don't think so. Well, oh no, it was Ethan. It, it wasn't it wasn't an episode title. It was when Jack met young Ethan. No, it was a flashback to what? Not young Ethan, to when they first crashed and Ethan like started. Showing oh, he up. starts. He starts. Yeah, I love like, like the two episodes before Ethan's revealed to be one of the others in season one because they they start to sh shoe hammer his name into stuff. Like Locke yeah. goes, "Here's a here's my friend Ethan." Ethan here. Yes, indeed. Hey yes, guys, indeed. Ethan here. <laughs> Hello, yes, Ethan here. Yeah. Avatar reference for those of you who not the movie, not the movie with the blue things. We're talking about the Avatar: thing. The Last Airbender. That's that's the good Avatar. So, uh, anyway, yeah. So they've got a fill issue. We then get the Dan. Miles, the orchid scene. So yeah, mm -hmm. we, we basically went over it, but yeah, yeah that's Miles, fine. We, we see the the premiere episode, uh, Dan stuff, and then he mm -hmm. tries to convince Chang. Doesn't work, but it seems like that's what he wanted to do was for it not to work, and that he'll now act as he should, whatever that means. We'll have to see what he mm -hmm. means. Begin of the flashback. Dan now graduates. He's now the youngest person to get a doctorate from Oxford. Good for him. Also, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know I'm saying thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was insinuating the fact that I got it. 
Hopefully that'll confuse someone enough that they think I will. Anyway, <laughs> Doc Dana graduates, introduces Teresa, who we will know from earlier in the season is uh, the person who had some sort of experiment go wrong for her. And it seems that uh, Dan had to leave in disgrace over it. Mm-hmm. Introduces Teresa to his mother. She wants to grab lunch, but just with Dan. And at lunch, she kind of... What, what, what's the correct wording for this? Um, recoils. Recoils? Uh, when, when he mentions Widmore? No, uh, about him having like women in his life. Berate? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, no. I would say... Uh, I don't know reprimands. Rep- <laughs> she, she she tells him not to worry about having women in his life. They'll only be hurt. Don't don't worry about that, Dan. Just do your sciencey things. <laughs> so you worry about your research. And then this this actually because you know I think a lot of kids can feel like they feel pressure from their parents and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And this might be you know a bit to the nth degree and people can certainly relate to their their parents pushing them to do things they do they otherwise would not want to do or mm-hmm. to the extent they do not wish to do it and dan says as much you know he feels that he's being pushed by his mom and he goes you know i'm the youngest mm-hmm. oxford year doctorate got this huge grant from widmore so whatever mm-hmm. but at least congratulates him and gives him his journal how do you feel about uh parents pushing their kids to do stuff they don't really want to do i mean it's it's, it's, a, it's a balancing act i mean you do have to always because you got to push your kids to do so you gotta like <laughs> I, I don't think most kids want to do like chores and crap like there's there's, there's things you got to push them to do but right. uh, it's just it's, it's a fine line i don't know i'm not a parent thank but, goodness but what about like you have to uh be a science major or you have to practice that, the piano or you have to yeah, see that, become yeah. a good athlete like see yeah that that that's what kind of dwells for me into a bit a bit much the, i agree and and i and i i think that once it's you have to start getting really good at this one skill now if it's you have to work on this because you're too poor at this like you know your reading's pretty bad we gotta you gotta read more okay fine that's a different thing but it's i want you to be really good at reading so keep reading it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> now you're trying to like foster a skill in them that they, you know, maybe they don't want or they don't really, you know, they, yeah, they're starting I, to get. I, I think you push kids too hard in the direction you want them to go. Uh, they end up resenting you and that direction. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I used to know someone that, that was, there, there's a sport that their parents used to always push them to play. Mm-hmm. And they eventually just, they, they, they. I remember talking to them like, yeah, "You like that?" And they're like, "No, I hate this sport. <laughs> no, I hate it." And then they stopped playing it. Like, right? Like, they're out of high school. Like, they could yeah. have played it in college, and they were like, "No, I, I don't like it. I'm not doing it." Right. And and the they probably had the talent. Like the the talent. Yeah, yeah. They they probably could have made it to a college team. I mean, I, right. I don't know how high of a division, but yeah. Right. But they but they had the talent to do it, and they just don't even want to at that point. Because yeah, they've lost all motivation. They've been, yeah, it, it it's yeah. I mean. Anyway, I've seen it happen lots and lots of times. Yeah, I think it's a relatable thing, and to different extents. You know, it's different for everyone, but mm-hmm. I think it's a very relatable thing. So it's good yeah. to see. Yeah, these flashbacks are pretty good for Dan, actually. I think about it. this is not a good flashback because it's <laughs> Dan and Eloise in dramatic whisper for four minutes. But this this, this notion, though, come on. Uh, I mean, I, I I latch onto this notion because I just I literally just had this conversation with my wife today. <laughs> about our kid it's not and i i, I don't think we're pushing our kid toward uh, something like at all actually <laughs> but there is someone who is pushing us to push him more and we have had to tell this person several times we are not going to push our kid <laughs> in, in that direction if they want to go in that direction then fine but if he doesn't want to, then we're not going to push him there. We are no beavers. We will let the river flow. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Well, there'll be no dam building in this house. <laughs> Strictly anti-dam. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Guys, no, uh, back in the um, back on the island, Sawyer declares to you know six people around that the party here is over. They got two real choices: come into the cell, get off this island. Or they go into the jungle. 
they're back to square one. That's, it's, it seems like they're they, these can't possibly be the only two choices. What else right? are they gonna do? What else are they gonna do? They could. I, they, they seem not to be weighing up the option of killing Phil. Right. <laughs> they could like explain their situation to people. They could go try to latch on with the others. They're, like there, there are all kinds of things they could do. No, they got two choices the way they see <laughs> okay. it. Okay, all right. Jungle, sub, which one? But they get interrupted by Dan and Miles, who join into the meeting. Uh, and so there's this side, quick side thing with Miles, which, uh, you know, he is he still crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Whole new level. So, so Sawyer thinks Dan's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Which maybe he is. <laughs> I, I, to some extent. Dan asks the room for the location of the hostiles because he needs to find his mother, who is a hostile. and. <laughs> She can get them back to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a you know, bit of a bomb drop for them. Also for us, too. Who would have known? Ellie was Eloise. Was Unbelievable. His mother. It's amazing. Another flashback. Uh, and this is Dan crying. This is your favorite scene. Dan crying. Yes. Whitmore visits and they have their conversation. And yeah, we don't have to talk about this yeah. anymore than we already have. Yeah. yeah. So back in the present, Jack. Jack wants to help Dan find his mother, go to the hostiles. Sawyer does not. So we've got two different people. Yeah, they're kind of two different on this. Kate does know where the hostiles are. Look, Sawyer and Kate brought Ben to the hostiles. Sawyer's not going to help because he doesn't want to help Dan. But Kate's on the fence, maybe. So they kind of tug of a war for Kate. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to convince her. But Julia kind of breaks this by just telling them the code to the sonar fence mm-hmm. and then telling Kate but- to just go with them. We're lost. Did, you, We're ca- done here did, you, ca- did you catch why, though? Is, is, the, is it because the, the way Sawyer talked to Kate and like they Sawyer so, so, so gives her like this affectionate look and calls her yeah. freckles. She does. She they, does call freckles. They, they, they zoom right in on Juliet's face, like souring, and then immediately she gives up the code. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's basically trying to get out of Kate. Get get away. Go 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 yeah. with Jack and Dad. Yeah. So. Uh. Miles won't even drive them, so it's just those three of the trio. Out they go. And Sawyer, when they fail, he'll be at the beach waiting for them. So we'll, we'll see if if that ever comes at all to anything. Uh, but the rest of them, they've got 20 minutes to pack. Meet back here. Go. Uh, anything else on that scene? I, uh, just one question. Like, I, I feel like they've all kind of forgotten about Saeed. Like, he's just I wonder if we'll, when we'll see Saeed again, because we haven't seen him in quite a while. Yeah, I've seen him since he escaped. Yeah. Since shot young Ben. Who knows where he is? Who knows? <laughs> Jack, Kate, and Dan head for the motor pool, but he takes a bit of a detour, Dan, to give young Charlotte her uh, future message, her warning. Costly detour. Warning. Yes, costly detour. Yeah, really it is, because the timing causes them to have to... Does he say do this place is death? I don't know. I feel like he should have. <laughs> Isn't, doesn't Charlotte say that he told him that? That he told her that? I don't remember. Maybe he. Didn't, maybe she didn't say he used those exact words. Anyway, that's fine. I can't, I can't recall. I'm tired of poking holes in this episode. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> tired of poking holes. <laughs> I'll let it slide. <laughs> She'd be a terrible border agent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was playing um, papers, please. Is why I think about that. <laughs> anyway, they um they arm themselves by the motor pool. Borazinski and his crew roll up. They notice, you know, why, why do they got guns? And Dan, you you're one of those scientists. You you should be at the orchid. And Dan even gets caught in a lie, trying to lie about Doctor Chang. So now <laughs> they're at a standoff with guns. Uh, but it seems like Krasinski always just wants to fight. Krasinski is on edge. He's a very <laughs> on edge guy. Like he's like, we got to kill Saeed. This guy's one of the hostiles. He's he is he is a he's a person that is on edge. That is true. Like he uh-huh. is certainly certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh they get to a firefight. Dan gets shot by the neck. It looks like we'll later learn he's grazed. Uh, but our our our. Heroic trio manages to escape with a jeep. Yeah. So there you go. Hope they didn't plan on going back. Yeah. 
flashback. Uh, last is this the last one. Yes, the last flashback. Eloise comes and tells Dan that he should accept Widmore's job, despite his you know mental condition. She highlights the fact that the island will make him feel better and allow him to continue his research. And she'll be proud of him. So he's in. Will you be proud of me, mother? <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, will it make you proud of me? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sad state of affairs. The trio Dan, Jake, Jake, Dan, <laughs> Jack, Kate mm-hmm. arrived at the Sonic Fence. Dan was just grazed. And we get a repeat of the lesson in case it really hasn't gone through your skull yet that you can die now jack you're not invincible you can die hey everybody remember we can die remember we can die i feel like they're reminding the audience remember (laughs) we can still die people (laughs) someone's about to die and uh the time time to trek from here so they start trekking sawyer julia they're packing and yeah they share a, a nice scene here julia was afraid that they would lose their life when they came back to the island Jack, Kate, Hurley, and turned out she was right. You know, those Wahoos did ruin it for them. So, mm-hmm. and do they have each other's back, Mister Sal? How do you take mm. that? Well, that's kind of their first bonding moment, mm-hmm. right? Like they had each other's back. So, yeah, Juliet shot the picnickers, crash the picnic crashers. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Originally, yeah. when they, yeah, yeah. The, she said, "I got, I got your back," and she did. You know, she's in. You know, he says. So do you still have my back? And meaning, like, are we still connected? Do we still yeah. have a thing here? And she throws it back on him because he's calling Kate Freckles, you know. So, and so he's defense. He can never call anyone by their name. It's true, although he has gotten better at it. He has. I think he calls Phil Phil. <laughs> That's true. He does call. Yeah, but to people's faces, he never calls them by their name. <laughs> I mean, this is that's a uh, that's Lafleur though. Lafleur's different than Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's his persona. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the sirens start ringing, probably over this whole fire stuff and attack. Hurley, Jin, Shirazinski, and Co. come to Sawyer's house, knock on the door, talk to Sawyer. They update him on the situation, but then they hear and discover Phil, and they put Sawyer to gunpoint too. And that's the last we see of him. So. How big? How big is the barracks? Because how does that, it seems like there was a lot of gunfire. Everybody should have been out of their houses, but maybe it's uh, maybe it's bigger than I think it is. Maybe there's also just like frequent gunfire practice. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear it. Maybe that's just how engrossed Sawyer and Juliet were with each other. This state of their affair, not affair, um, <laughs> but like their their relationship. Sorry. Yeah. Kate, Jack, Dan. Uh, while they're tracking, take a bit of a break, and Dan kind of explains himself a bit. Uh, you know why was Eloise wrong? Dan notes that four hours there'll be immense energy from the swan that is so strong it'll cause them to have to build the swan to contain it, hitting the button, and it will cause all the cascading events that will kind of lead to why they end up on the island in the first place, and yeah, everything. But Dan thinks they can change it. Because he's been looking at the constants this whole time, but it's all about the variables, Mister Sal. The people, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. have free will, and they can change their destiny. So he thinks he can destroy that energy that exists under the swan, or what would be the swan, by using a hydrogen bomb. It is interesting to hear a physicist say that they can destroy energy, because the law of conservation of energy would dis- disagree with that. You can destroy energy. We'll turn into we'll turn into matter. Uh, okay, I don't think that was the plan here. I think H bomb was the plan, which is like doesn't seem like that would destroy energy, destroy a lot of matter. Sometimes fire, sometimes fire fights fire. You've clearly never been a firefighter, Mister Sell. You ever see what they do with a really wow. bad fire? They throw fire at it. They throw fire at it. Exactly. Well, you've sold you sold me. Never mind. I retract. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a brilliant point that they're making about destroying energy. No problem, no problem. <laughs> Maybe if you took a science class or two, you could uh, understand it a bit better. Oh, <laughs> this episode. I might have to drop this to a seven. I don't even know if I can give it an eight. Good conscience. It's like, 
I'm pretty sure I gave some sevens in season one that I like better than this. You can destroy energy because when you like destroy bonds, you get energy. Oh God! Don't say so, that. So, Don't put that out into pu- in public. So yeah, so destroying it is the opposite, folks. Breaking ATP, bonds. He's cost energy. No, stop, stop. Anyway, <laughs> off the island, Eloise tells Penny of dance where we the first scene of the episode is a continuation of it and she apologizes for desmond's potential casualty because she doesn't really know what's going to happen now she she used to know for a long time what would happen next but now she's unsure uh thankfully right after this desmond is in the recovery room and wants to speak with penny so she leaves uh and they share a moment together penny and desmond so good for them off the island Outside uh, the hospital, Widmore sees Eloise. Uh, he's glad to see that Desmond's all right, or glad to hear that he's all right. But he will not be seeing Penny. He had a sacrifice to their relationship. And Eloise takes offense to this because he truly does not know sacrifice. Because she had a sacrifice so much more. Sending her son, Dan, to the island. Full well knowing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, well, to see. Widmore's son, too, actually, if he didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, you didn't have to. You could have tried. You can, you know, <laughs> but you, you can't tried. fight it. You can't fight it, though, Mr. Sound. You know, this is this is one of the, my favorite quotes from Six Feet Under, which, by the way, is my second favorite series of all time after The Leftovers. Uh, but there's there's a wonderful quote in it uh, where the, the, a mother is talking to her son, and the mother said, "Why didn't you tell me? I could have I could have helped." And the son says, you, you couldn't have helped this. And she says, well, I could have tried. That's what that's what a mother does. She tries. And most of the time she fails, but it's the trying that makes you feel loved. And it's like, that. here it is playing out. Like a mother, sh- a parent should try. And she's just not. Unforgivable. <laughs> Fair enough. It's all in the trying. Okay. Yeah, but what would the trying do? It it make Dan feel him um, feel loved. good and feel loved. Feel loved <laughs> instead of forced into things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> Pushing him. Yeah. Research Dan. Research instead of constantly trying to make his mother feel proud. We get back to the island. Uh, they're trekking the trio. Uh, Kate does bring up to Jack that she thinks uh, Dan is a little crazy, uh, especially if he's trying to change everything. Because what kind of mm-hmm. happened to them? Happened to them? Like that's kind of kind of don't know if we want that to change that was the title of an episode this season <laughs> what happened happened yeah what happened it happened they arrived to the other's campground the other tents uh and dan uh, some of they snuck up on the others first of all which is baffling to me actually they were, like, i, I made them. that same note i was like excuse me how like, does this just, happen yeah are they, normally like the others are on top of it like you can't sneak up i didn't look like they were that sneaky i know like Maybe that's the whole play. Like they, I, they don't expect the anyway. Anyway, they uh, Dan decides to roll in alone to make contact. He comes in aggressively, guns blazing, shoots a warning shot, <laughs> demanding to talk to Eloise. And Richard, you know, kind of is entertaining him a bit that Eloise isn't here right now. Dan wants the location of the hydrogen bomb, Jughead, uh, but gets shot in the back by Eloise. Richard even notes the fact that he. Did not think you know, he can't believe Eloise actually shot Dan because he did not think Dan was ever going to shoot. But mm-hmm. it ends with Dan's death and his disbelief that his mother did this to him, like <laughs> sent him to the island, full well knowing that she would kill him. No, did not try. Did not even try. And also her past self. <laughs> just it, this scene kind of like why does he have to come in guns ablazing? I have no I idea. It doesn't like, make any sense. This episode, this this might be my least favorite episode of Lost. This, I, I I'm definitely lowering it to a seven. I might lower it to a seven as well. <laughs> is... I think I'm lowering it to a seven. As well. Like there's bits I like, but like why is he coming in guns blazing? <laughs> it doesn't make why any is he sense. Doing that? Why is he doing that? There's no need for that, Buckaroo. I mean, just not gonna help you. Yeah, you're you're like one versus X. Like I don't know. You're, it doesn't make any sense. Come in, hands up, waving the white flag, saying, I'm just here to talk to Eloise. The, yeah, they're <laughs> not going to shoot you in cold blood. I don't know. I don't a know. really important message from her son. 
<laughs> well, uh, there you go. So, I don't think we have much more to say. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be done. Yeah, kind of grouped on the episode. <laughs> Although I will say, my favorite part of this episode has been talking it about it with you. This is this has been fun. Yeah, it's been fun chatting about it. Yeah, there's you know, there's some good bits, a lot of bad bits. Mister Sal, should hmm? we check the time? Oh uh, yes, please. What would you look? Oh, oh, oh Mister Sal, it's TV time. Yes. Ain't no time like a TV time. Splendor. Oh. A joyous occasion for all. So, such such true words. Should be a national holiday. That it really. It but uh, but depending on the clock, depending on the time, if it's TV time, we should all. I don't, I don't know what you do for TV. I, I, I guess see what the people rated it. Okay. I think the people gave this episode a four. That would be the reasonable guess, but only twenty percent of the people gave it a four. What did they give it? Seventy-seven percent of the people gave it a five. <laughs> no. Oh. What? They've been fleeced. There's no way. That's like higher than what they've given anything this season. Of I know, right? This. I know. Whatever. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. I, I'm double checking, but I think you're actually right. This that is higher. That's super that, high than anything long. else this season. That's really high. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay. That, it is. Curve. It is the case that this is the most, the highest percent five of the season so far. Character ranking. Our favorite character. Yep. You're never going to put Dan. You're never going to put Eloise. You got that right. <laughs> you put. I don't know. You put Sawyer. I'm just going to say that. You, you joined the Sawyer fan club, and right, people I, put Dan. And I, I think you, st- you are still putting Dan. Really? Yeah. It's the in memoriam vote. It is. Yeah, I'm an honorable person like that. <laughs> so you're definitely right about the people. Ninety-two percent of the people said Dan. So well, who did you say? I said Charles. <laughs> Charles would fair. I mean, I, I don't know. Okay. Like, he's he sees the only saving grace of this episode, as far as I'm concerned. He's yeah, well, he's in two scenes. He's good in both of them. It's, it's okay. Like the, his scene was my favorite scene. I don't know. Chat with Eloise. I mean, mm-hmm. that was jaw dropping when we learned that he was mm. his father. Oh yeah, it's really good. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, it makes perfect sense why he's your favorite character, especially with that last scene he's in. Makes perfect yeah. sense. And did you go with Dan? Oh yeah, yeah, I did go with Dan because yeah, <laughs> I'm honorable like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Oh well, yeah, I, I'll I'll respect characters' death. Yeah, I'll I would have much rather voted for my least favorite character in this episode. <laughs> my favorite character definitely would have been Eloise. Yeah, although I don't think she's a votable character. Somehow, Nikki oh. and Paolo are votable characters, but Eloise is not. What? <laughs> I did. I back to Nikki and Paolo. Did did respect the fact that they them right <laughs> off. Like, what a morbid death for them, buried alive. There's also someone called Man, who's a votable character. I don't know who Man is. Cindy, Cindy is votable, but Eloise Cindy. is not. Cindy. Cindy's still votable. That's good. Okay. Well, I guess we'll talk, so we got two more episodes to cover. The finale yes, is coming yes. as one. But next episode, we're covering Follow the Leader, Mr. Mm. Sal. That one. What centric episode do you think? But, that I mean, is? that sounds like a Ben or a Locke. Uh, I guess it could be a Sawyer, but Sawyer doesn't seem like he's in much of a leadership position right now. So uh, I'm I'm thinking this is Ben or Locke. Okay. Do you Am I right? Confirm or deny? You can say it. Don't tell me who it is, but just tell me if I'm right or not. You're not right. What? <laughs> hoy, hoy, hoy. It is neither Ben nor Locke. Yes, neither Ben or Locke. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Maybe it's uh, Alana. Well, not that I. Well, hmm. Honestly, look, I look at the centric tag. That's what people kind of. Well, I don't know. Uh, there might not even be. There might be. I'll, I'll tell you the source of what this is centric, but possibly you could argue. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about next episode. But that's fine. We'll talk about next episode. But if that's all, listeners, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast feed. Give it ratings. Five stars are always appreciated. Sharing the podcast, also appreciated. Uh, 
we've got other series in our backlog they should certainly go back and watch we've done the entirety of ozark so if you're into um people in the criminal world money laundering and whatnot and the bird family should do that if you're into the criminal world people put into money laundering and crooked lawyers look at our season six coverage of better call Saul. and we have various episodes of black mirror that you should totally be watching because they have pretty good discussions and it's a great series new season's supposed to be coming out at some point in the works so thank you for listening we'll be back next week with the penultimate episode of season five follow the leader shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day